Welcome back, Mr. Political. This is not where you are a guest. This is your home. And we had planned on doing a few things before the new year came in, but the time flew, and I know we all got busy. But still, the truth that you bring, it doesn't have any expiration date. And it's also very entertaining the way you do it. Let me tell you something. You're a very serious man, but you can be comical at the same time. We spoke on a lot of things. We were going to do like a year-end type of show, but this is just a free-flowing snippet, non-directional. We'll just take it from where it is. But where we left off, and maybe one of the topics that you wanted to speak on that last particular show, let's tackle it and just flow right on through. There's a lot of things. Look, I don't understand politics like you do. And there's a big hoopla going on right now with the whole Nancy Pelosi's time is up. That's all I'm hearing. As a person who's a neophyte, I'm, I'm, I'm almost 60 years old, but I'm a neophyte politically, you know, because I really don't mess with it. But I depend on brothers like you to break it down for me. What is this? What is this all about? And what does this mean today in the new year? And what does it mean to us as black people? Well, I like to say hello to everyone and happy new year. I, I haven't spoken to everyone and family in quite a while, but I, I, I do miss everyone. Lance, it's good talking to you, my brother. It's always good. Most definitely. And happy New Year's. But but we can go to the meat of the neck bone. <laughs> okay. okay. When the stomach meets the back, you know, we got to keep it real. 100. It's 2023. Can you believe it? Mm. You know, they said uh, uh, over 100 years ago, they estimated that 2023 that the life expectancy of the human being would be over 300 years. I'm talking about uh, women just got the right to vote. <laughs> you, you, advancement, we we hit getting up there. But when we talk about a black American, the Afro Americans, he he been clowning. We got to be 100 about everything that's going on. Our government is divided. Uh, kudos to first black Supreme Court justice. That's a remembrance, uh, but it lacks a lot of things because she still trying to figure out what a woman is. Uh, uh, we got a black speaker of the house. That's advancement. But all our uh, old agencies, even in my own bastion of the city of Coco, uh, uh, just maligned all moral, historical, uh, 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 something to be proud of. They're giving out wars like they're giving out candy. <laughs> I saw a Trump moment in a humanitarian award. I saw, I saw a whole Trump moment. You know, you, t- you could have took the cover of the Rolling Stone and just put a sticker on the picture. That's how much the ass they play. <laughs> I mean, it was surreal. It was unreal, bro. It was unreal. Then they called out. This is the thing that shamed me so much. Because I love, as a youth, growing up in black America, uh, wandering the streets of Oakland, California, and being proud of the historical mark that black people had made as a unifying force toward establishment, the Black Panthers, all those areas 
which developed coaches together that came under one movement to fight anything that would not allow the person to have dominion over his own life, the power over his own life. So it, it always, wherever I went in my travels, I've always picked up the black press because it was a symbol of some form of truth from my people's own perspective. It, it reflected a symbolism of trust to me as, as a young man growing up in America. Uh, so I, I, I got a copy of a paper, which is uh, uh, distributed throughout my community. And it's a, it's a pretty worthy paper. It, it has conscious information. It's not like when you were in Orlando, uh, but it, 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 it's marketable. Right. But you don't make Freudian slip on your front cover and you put at the NAACP award, you, you have a city council woman from a neighboring area next to you, which would be, if I, if I dare say the name, Rockledge, Florida. But we live in Cocoa, Florida, which is bordered to the two districts. Now, some people say, what's the difference? Well, both, if you're going to represent as an elected official by Mr. Charlie's rule and you playing the game by Mr. Charlie's rule, should you know who's on your city council? We ain't got no black woman on our city council. Last black woman we had on our city council was Jill Collins and she almost about a bazillion years old. Okay. <laughs> so A bazillion. <laughs> I'm to, yeah. You ain't seen the pictures, bro. It's not pretty. <laughs> so I'm saying, in in the most respectful way, if you're going to do a Freudian slip, just like I did a Freudian slip and did those two insults, that's a Freudian slip for anybody to get their panties in a bunch. Uh, forget you. Um, in the long perspective, when, you, when you're the black press, when you provide information to a community that's already ignorant and blind, it's no need to confuse them more in an atmosphere where we're already confused more about gender. We don't need gender confusion in our voting. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, All of a sudden, I woke up one day. <laughs> I woke up one day, and I had a a city councilman. It had one male black city councilman, and then on the front page of the black paper, at a, at a fundraiser, they tell me I got a black city woman councilman. But I'm going to address that on Facebook anyway. Because <laughs> I want to know what will. kind of game they're playing with the. Per- yeah, because I want to know what kind- if it was the Freudian slip, how about I tell the world? You're telling everybody else's business. That's how, if it ain't real, it ain't real. Now, if we move away from my little corner, of America, and we look at America as a whole, the big perspective, like they say in the bubblegum rapper, we kind of going into the slide. We got some faults with the Republicans 
which is going to make a difference with the black vote because they courting us now. They've been making uh, indications in zeros and binary codes in little database that we exist as a voting base, that we can be somewhat effectively used if we told the right lie. You understand? So in this, they're paying attention to the black Republican who, who's really a Democrat who just got tired of the bum foolery from the Democratic Party and the lies and, and discontent. Because Harris ain't got a chance. Got a chance of making some salad dressing. She could be on the bottle all day. You ought to see she coming. I mean, garlic, all of it. She can make a salad dress. She can't do nothing else. She can't make no foreign policy. She can't stand tough. You know what I'm saying? So, check. He can't even keep the airlines flying. Then you got the Speaker of the House. Bless his soul, the brother. He wasn't their first choice. And he ain't going to be my last. He's an elegant speaker. His policies and strength is enough to be the second black man. But he got to get past the ticket. And you got to be able to say the word black. And none of them will be able to say that. They'll say Afro-American because it's more accommodating. It's more like an olive branch saying that we can get along. No, we can't get along. We ain't going to get along. We may perceive to live together. Get along is a is an individual procedure between one person to another. But no, we ain't going to get along. You ain't going to deal with your police. You just give them a new name. Give them a union. But that's my soapbox. That's deep. Economically, it, it is what it is. I, I thought everybody said that this year, among all the years I can count on my birth certificate, if I rolled it up, balled it up, threw it up in the air and caught it and opened it up, uh, smoothed it out and read it again. All those years, I'm going to keep it real to myself. And that's a worthy pursuit for any honorable person who got good intentions. Best intentions are laid by man and the other parties and any other pronoun that wants to get messed up about what I say. The individual person in America and primarily the black person, not the Afro-American, because he still, after all he's been through, he's still living in a fantasy. But the black American Okay, the black American whose eyes are wide open and he, he don't belong to this left-wing group, he don't belong to that right-wing group, he's just a voter. He believe in the vote, he believe in the Constitution. Just that one. Some people who living in the fantasy and want to give every Mattel dog, no, leave them alone. Because they're going to fade away. 
my own governor, he gave Trudeau to their attention. Flamboyancy is an art. It's the art of drawing somebody's irritation. And he's he's a person who's a functional administrator, but as a person, nah, he ain't the joker. But if I had to do the job interview, I'd get him to go to work. But going to work and me being your friend, that's two different things. <laughs> that's two different things every day. I bet we drink coffee. Time to go to work. Time to go to work. It's just how it is. That's America. You ain't lying. We as conscious, we as conscious black America right now, our core issues is to be looking for the lollipop on Mr. Johnson. I like how you slipped that one. You feel me? (laughs) (laughs) You can get up in front of Congress and say that smooth it'll go over their head. (laughs) Now let's get this right. Let's get this right. Let's not be incorrect in our observation and our directive. See these choice of words? Words is a beautiful thing. The American American English language. The language with some people who say that they are conscious, uh, uh, shy away from because it's not black enough for them. But what is black? You grow up in Oakland, California. I'll show you some well-spoken brothers. Look like dust in a donut. Look like Dustin the door not have a two minute conversation with him. We'll blow your mind. Now, this is what we do. And this is what I said before I blew the coop and to go sit on white sheets. It's time to go back home. It is time to go back home while we still have a chance. It's time to go back and capture our historical district. It's time to listen to Claude Anderson. I know he's a long-winded something. And I had to stomach him. You understand? But if you take him with a box of chicken on a hot day, he might touch a brain cell. It's time to go back home. It's time to fix press property. It's time to get control of our citizen review board and our local municipality. Some jokers in Washington, D.C. are running on the clock. They know they run on the clock. That's why they with this bum foolery. Democratic Party, oh, that's a lost cause. We've been the suckers. So we might as well just bite that for the home team. But that don't mean you got to be stupid forever. It's time to let go, let God. Because them jokers is on some dumbness. For real. And if you're looking at the black aggression of coffee, you better look at the waiter. Because he's serving up the most of the Kool-Aid. <laughs> and that's real talk. <laughs> that's real talk. i tell you what time it is. Okay, 
I seen toilet paper with defecation on it got more purpose. <laughs> the paper served a purpose, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, not, you don't understand. Something got the purpose. <laughs> Look, I'm looking at this. I give him a kudos. Me and him are kissing hug with my mask on and keep my children away from Joe Biden. Yeah, he passed the lynching bill. Okay, everything all good, but who, what? That's over. You come with me with a rope, it's going to be a problem. It's going to be a problem. That's the, that, that's the black American. Now, the, 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 the Afro-American, well, I'm going to call law so he can arrest me so I can be safe. That's <laughs> what the, the Afro-American is going to do. <laughs> right. But the black man, he still believes in self-defense. He still believes in the Constitution, and he'll lean upon that. Now, since the beginning of this year, and this is a horrible conversation to bring up, this is the ugly thing to even remark about. But we're Americans, so let's talk about every damn thing. That's what we do as Americans. We talk about everything until we talk about what really is the problem. Is the problem that at the beginning of this year, there have been four police officers executed. But ain't nobody talking about that. Wait, you said since the beginning of the year, and this is like the fifth day for me. This is the fourth for you, but the fifth for me. Four executed. <laughs> the year just mm-hmm. started. Mm-hmm. But then again, but I told you, how many of us have been slaughtered since the beginning of the year? And nobody's talking about it. You know what I mean? See, it's just like we having the Malcolm X moment, and I'm getting ready to get kicked out of the man of Islam. Because I'm saying the chicken's coming home to root. You didn't catch that, did you? Oh, I Most got it. Oh, I, ain't got you. Catch oh that. I got it. I got it. Okay. Now, the bottom line, and I have foretold this, and I have said this many a times, and I have not said this with any trend, with any, any sorrow. Because look at the history of America. As a former military man and a community advocate, we have our high moments. I cherish and I bathe in my service, in my camaraderie with my brethren who served our nation. But you have to remember, I come from a class of black men where we, we when the first shot was fired on white man dirt, I was laying in the yard. I was the only spook there, but I was laying in the snow, too. <laughs> That's real talk. So you take it for what it is. I'm still proud of America. I'm just not proud of America employees. <laughs> that, that, that's what it is. And until we find a better way, until we until we pack our bags up and go, you ain't no need of sitting in no corner crying. So it's time to go back home. We seize your property. We venerate property. Start looking at new technologies like shipping shipping container home and extension on original property. How about wells and mills? How about grow your own food? Time to stop looking at Dick Gregory as somebody who looks like your grandfather who died drunk on the porch. He got good damn sense. It's time to not start looking at Dr. Boyd. It's time to start reading and understand that this 
change which we're going to that's going to occur in 2025. Yes, 2025, this is going to occur. If you look at the time scale of these honorable politicians, see how nice I'm being about that? Because I really want to call them something else. Did you say honorable politician? Honorable politician? Hey. <laughs> Can those two words go, to, hey. go, go together? Yes, if you're pissing up a tree. <laughs> if you're pissing up a tree. That's a true conversation, my brother. That's real talk. I can bet dollars and bubble gum on that one. Now, now, now the thing is, it's going to be, quote, I hate to really quote. Some people are going to say, why you say that on the air? Well, it's going to be a new sheriff in town soon. That's <laughs> coming. Tell it's me, coming. Tell me about it. If Joe. You still think, you still think Trump is going to get it? You still think Trump is the next president? Joe. Only way Joe go hold a White House. Uh, God forbid, I hate to say this, this, this is so cruel, because this is so cruel. The only way Joe going to hold the White House, he got to have a stroke and Camilla takes over. Oh, God. He got to take one for the team. Then what would that be like? Then they can, well, you know, they got to give her a period of time to transition. Well, her puppet master got their finger up her yellow ass. <laughs> telling her what to do. <laughs> <laughs> you think it's a joke, man? The setup is, bro. No, but I they heard, don't I want heard, Trump. I heard that she was a political pass around. I heard that. Yes, they passed around the sun. She got, she got some of this, some of that. Yeah, she was working her way in California. She went, you know, she went smooth, and but you know, her, her. Her uh, political move, her, I can't even think of the word because the kids have so many new words. And these words talk about her assimilation to other people's races. I mean, she, she kind of blew me over and I'm still a little pissy about that Kwanzaa commercial. Yeah, that kind of messed me up. I, I had to seek therapy after that one. That one's kind of rude. Because I, I didn't know they had light bulbs when they was doing Kwanzaa. Really, I didn't. Because you, you ever see the Kwanzaa commercial? No, I haven't. That, because I don't only watch TV. Tell me about oh, it. Oh, you had to see this commercial, right? Mm-hmm. It's this commercial, right, where she's pushing the government uh, position on ethnic uh, pride and ethnic blending in an integrated society. And her and her husband, just like all previous uh, VPs of this country, had did her Christmas PDA. And it was a beautiful thing. Had a nice tree behind the light. It was tight. I mean, she was in there. She had a nice pantsuit. It was all, she was overdressed to try to sell this lie. But her and her husband sitting there, he, you know, he got his uh, super cut haircut. And it, 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 it was ugly. So they're sitting there and they're trying to pitch to me that every year in her house, they celebrate Kwanzaa. And I'm going like, I'm <laughs> like, oh, you are white. Her oh, and her white. Husband. You know what I'm saying? 
I'm checking this out, right? <laughs> like, I mean, it was like a Martin. It was like a Martin moment. It was like live entertainment. You know what I'm saying? I'm going like, can I run this shit again without my kids coming and think I'm playing with my phone? I'm serious, man. Because she was telling me how they've been doing it for years and her and her husband. I said, like, didn't you just marry all your children are white? If all your children are white, where did y'all have time to have black children to start in depth into understanding the culture? Oh, then his children. Are your children at that? Yeah. You was you still had eggs. Y'all got money. You could have shot him shot him something. Oh, he didn't want that. Okay, you're political team. Okay. All right. But she be talking to other people's children. Right. I'm just trying to understand. They've been celebrating Kwanzaa. Since she was a little bitty girl. Oh, come on. You know she... I don't believe it now. You, the whole little I'm bitty girl thing. I'm going to send it to you. I'm going to send it to you. It's going to blow your mind. We should just air it like, you know... I, I'm trying to find something historic like All My Children, General Hospital theme behind it. And you just listen to it. It's just... It's heartbreaking. Yeah, <laughs> dog. I mean, I couldn't. I had to show. I, I wanted to show one of my daughters, but she couldn't bear it. <laughs> assimilation. <laughs> no assimilation is a dangerous thing, man. Because I mean, she summoned every damn thing. When the rocket get back this time, maybe they'll go to the moon because it's a last little now. I said that they didn't go to the movie. Don't be. I live on the space coast. Don't be telling lies like that. Um, maybe she she part Martian because she be talking in salad. For real, because if you look at all her tapes, she's part this, and the media says she's part that, and she's part this, and her people are Indian, and she got busted over here, so she's black and. She grew up in a neighborhood close to this, and she went to this black fraternity that had to take her because affirmative action. So she's black. She light like them. She got good hair, so they don't. Yeah, she's that multi changeable person that they can be what they want to be. Yeah. I'm surprised she didn't say she was Chinese. She ate that part of that initiative that she passed. She might got a little bit of that. If she passed, I mean, they've been doing some good work. They ain't going to stay in the White House. Ain't no need to beat no dead horse. <laughs> That's a dead horse right there, bro. Because <laughs> <laughs> the only way they're going to control the White What's she going to break out with uh, Shaka so Khan? I, I'm every woman. I'm every woman. No, <laughs> She's Chinese. No, She's black. She's Jamaican. She even, no. See, you don't understand. See, at the beginning of last year, about middle of the year, Joe was on some super drugs and he was talking about he was going to run again and he was going to do, you know, like him and Jesse Jackson was hanging out at the same strip club. Run, Jesse, run, all that. Mm-mm. They was hanging out. Okay, and in this conversation, these two fools came up with the fact that maybe they shouldn't run. Maybe they should put on the yellow gap. Miss Seeley. They want to put it on Miss Seedy because you know Miss Seedy kind of simple minded, right? 
So they, they send her all over the place and they do what they do to try to clean her up. But she ain't going to go that route. It ain't in it. Because she, she ain't even spirited enough to see that she got a thousand Mexicans on her lawn on Christmas Eve. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, seriously, she ain't even got hot cocoa, a blanket. Bruh, love you want to smoke this blunt? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> but but she good, you know. No Kenya cloth, no nothing like that. What you call it, Kenya cloth? <laughs> Get the cloth. <laughs> yeah. I know what you mean, though. <laughs> Everybody know what I mean. That little yellow and green little piece, and I, and I, I did a little. Okay, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna tell on myself. Go ahead, little old hangout, brother. I can't tell them myself because I'm in the work of doing something. We have an issue here with some Ken Date. Uh, correct me on how that's properly pronounced. It's, a, it's like Clark Kent. Like say Kente. Kent. Like Kente. Yes. I, so I'm, I'm glad you clarified what it is so everybody know what I'm talking about so when I do it again. Oh, no, I know what they you just know what yeah, you yeah. mean. No, I know what you meant. Now, these people, they cherish this piece of cloth. It ain't like the touching the hem of Christ, but they cherish such as that. <clears throat> it gives significant meaning within the black of caucus, and it shows some kind of fellowship. But when you look at previous usage of this cloth, which is not like touching the hem of Christ, but like touching their idol. You feel in my analogy. And in this, uh, Nancy Pelosi uh, took a knee for the team. No cleavage, pundit. <laughs> she did this in such a <laughs> she did this in such a manner with her side piece at home, right? For real. Now he and that was yeah, and, and other and, and other days they were having lunch. Okay, without drink. That's why she had to hit the dope because somebody popped her old boy. Cause you know she liked to fuck America, so you don't know how that story went down. They just say he was... I'm just saying. We just talking politics. We talking ground rules politics as it's being fed through the multimedia, maybe YouTube, maybe ABC, NBC, it's not cut and dry. It's, this is not Ted Koppel. None of that. So it's going to be Freudian slips. But this is the perspective that most black Americans, Afro Americans, he really don't give a damn. He's looking for a similar signal for a PPP loan, primarily looking for right now, every day. If he's a mid level black businessman, he's looking for when the FBI is going to come and see him or the Attorney Revenue come and see him over the PPP loan, because it, it, it did pass. But when they check their purse and their money get funny, that's when they come. When their pockets is real thin, that's when they start collecting their debt. So if you mismanage Mr. Charlie's nickels and dimes, he's going to get you for old and new. Trust that. But this is just the perspective of a person who lived through this country and see 
behavior patterns of our government. This is this government which we have. We've had some worse government. Government's worse by nature. Local government works better for you if you can always keep it under control. But you have those rogue um, individuals within government. What we're going through right now, we have these rogue individuals. And this is on the local level. So it's time to go back home where your parents live at, where you grew up at, and to make a better life and make a better understanding. The industries that surround your local communities may not be su sufficient to sustain you economically, but your creativity, your productivity, and your ability to think outside the box and creating entrepreneurship will because the economy is going to get worse. And the cottage industry for black America, which the Latino community has already realized, is the way to go. So in 2003, that should be our ultimate pursuit, strengthening our charter schools, looking toward uh, removing and limiting the gap of the food wasteland, strengthening our cafeterias, our meals on wheels, and things that are necessary for our elderly, and looking at affordable housing for our elderly and looking for transitionary housing for our homeless. This is the only way we're going to make it through to the ultimate date, which is 2024. Tell me about this that. This is where the pain starts. Well, it's going to be so many, it's going to be so many pretenders on that stage. Okay, I, I'm trying to find a good analogy to walk into this this caca, if everyone understands what that word means. Uh, as a child, I was confronted because I grew up in a period of time where they were still they'll call you nigga in a minute. Shit. I mean, a quick minute. They'll, they'll, they'll call you nigga 60 times in a minute, not even a nigga in a minute. That's You can mark off a minute with the amount of times they call you. They said 60 times, so it must be a minute. They'll That's set, it. They'll set the nigga record. I'm telling you. <laughs> and, and, and I may have spoke upon this on previous shows where I, I asked my mother what color I was because she, she always cherished our birth certificates. As a, as a paper of achievement. So we, we, you know, we go along with, that's mama's, so, you know, ain't no continent. Okay, let the lady be. So in that, I was told it in, in the format that she said, well, you could be whatever, cause it said I was colored on the piece of paper. Uh, what the old people say, Mr. Charlie's, uh, crow's feet on Mr. Charlie's paper. It's, I said, Mommy, it say color. And I asked her, what color am I? She said, you can be whatever color you want to be. And she showed me a box of crayons. You can be, it, 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 black is not a bad color. If you really think about it all. 
other than what Mr. Tavi's uh, perspective of what it is. If you look at the box of crayons, it's not a bad box of crayons. So that's what we're living in. That's how they have it isolated up and core little individual groups that's like in a box of crayons. That's not a problem. And being black is, if you really look at it, but you would have to step outside the borders of America because there are spots they give and some spots they don't. I, I wouldn't advise you to go to uh, Russia with your vape pen, but you can get out for a mass murderer. I don't, I don't understand. That's good. I don't mean to go off topic, uh, man. No, no, we're flowing. We're that flowing. one kind of blew my Talk about it, brother. That one kind of blew my mind. I mean, sister girl, okay, uh, you guys spoke previously about those who picked cotton for the NFL. Um, my sister girl, kudos to how you make your bread. That's all good, but that ain't got nothing to do with my life. Um, my government spending money on those weapons who kill people, who harm people in somebody else's dispute even though I participated in it as a former military man, but self-defense is a right of every individual. Why self-defense is your responsibility. We need that alone. In that, sister girl went over there with them vape pens. She know they, they, they smoking weed. They, they Mr. Charlie's stepchildren. They got nuclear weapons. They, they play for kids. And last time I looked at her check, it wasn't a big check, but it was enough that she could afford her own lawyer and get out of jail and cut a deal with the Russians. She wasn't worth no mass murderer. Okay. I went up to the mirror. I put my hand up. I reached down on the bathroom counter. I picked up the paper bag. When I picked up the paper bag, I put it next to her picture. Me and her ain't the same skin color. We may share the same ethnic background. We may share the same ethnic history. We may even share some form of lineage if we let somebody take a DNA test. There's no obligation, not to that extent, to let the merchant of death out of jail. Now, the people who got good sense in America, no, it's more about her being a basketball player. It was about they wanted somebody to get them some weapons who knew how to get the weapons because Russia's getting their ass whacked. His money funny, just like Joe Biden money funny. And he needs this fool right here. The merchant of Santa Claus, the merchant of death, to get out of jail so he can use his contacts so he can get him some more weapons and the right kind of weapons to kill them people in Ukraine. But their hands ain't clean because I'm from the state of Florida. We got a law state the state of Florida. If both of the hands is dirty, neither one's a good guy. they just the guys who got disputes. Mafia had disputes. You understand? Latin kings have disputes. Cubs have bloods. Have, all of them have disputes. But they ain't got nothing to do with me. They ain't got nothing to do with my grandchildren. They ain't got nothing to do with my mother. 
It ain't got nothing to do with my community. It ain't got nothing to do with my church. It ain't got nothing to do with my school. It ain't got nothing to do with my fire department. It ain't got nothing to do with my police. It ain't got nothing to do with me. And $50 billion. $50 billion can go a whole lot of way. Kick the can down the road. Fit in the wind and turn left and don't get hit. <laughs> pay some of my bills. And my daddy was here, y'all don't hear what I'm saying. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> so in the big perspective, as we kick it down the road, fit in the wind, turn to the left and let it slip by me. We prepare ourselves for 2000, 2024 where we're going to have to wait through a whole bunch of candidates. There's going to be some familiar names going to be some old names it's going to be some players some ballers and some shot callers and some homo booty checkers no he ain't going to be in the lineup he missed he missed this flight just like what uh, what uh, what 10,000 uh, over over 20,000 Americans he done we we don't we don't have to see the tape okay his best bet is to try to get a cut of the tape that Trump supposed to be peeing on them young girls and switch some heads on there and have him laying there. <laughs> and that's the best way he can get in the White House. <laughs> Other than that, he ain't going to the White House. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. He done. When he had an opportunity to put the airlines knowing that people were coming out of COVID and it was a catastrophic number of people who were traveling and you keep in contact, probably the, the uh, overseas travel and the business operational travel, which is just a day-to-day monthly occurrence in America, right? And we're coming out of COVID. These people are looking at the holding and he had an opportunity to get the airlines under control. He did. He made a lot of empty promises. And when, it, when, when push came to shove, or to hate to quote Malcolm X, you know I'm going to go there. The chickens came home to roost, didn't they? Yep. It is what it is. Okay? So, when you see these entities, when you hear people, like, I'll give you an example. Uh, they, they got this word. They um, What is this word? But they just cancel people. Cancel people who, for some odd reason, moved up the food chain. May they say something stupid. May they, um, may they say something wise. May they say something profound. May they say something shocking. You canceled them because you didn't like their opinion. When you cancel people in America, you care. You cancel America. I'd rather know what you're thinking than know not what you're thinking. Only an ignorant man would not want to know 
what others are thinking around them. It doesn't matter if you believe. It doesn't matter if you can verify. It doesn't even matter if you have hands-on knowledge. But to have knowledge of its existence, So you can't you can't cancel people and voices. And for some time in America, primarily for the last four years, they tried to cancel this young lady by the name of Candace Owen. And they tried to convince every rational thinking black man because they got the they got Candace labeled. I don't care who Candace speak with. I don't even care who Candace get her children from. That's not her purpose. That's not Candace's purpose. That's not her purpose. When you, if you, if you remove Candace's personal life, her her persona, all of that from her purpose, then you understand Candace. I don't like Candace Owen. For those who uh, wonder who I'm speaking upon. This woman is, is amazing. She is amazing. And even though she's got that, um, and I'm going to be jaded and I'm going to show my age, she's got that that girl thing going on. That Marlo Thomas thing. And, and she's very witty and she's very precise in what she gives. And I wouldn't get I wouldn't get caught up in the tongue stabling time test with her because she ain't the one. She ain't even gonna get loud. She's just gonna put some shit. <laughs> That's it. You remember just pick up the table, give her two dollars, go get you a soda, hot dog, go get it out of the dirty water. Try to get the one that you know if you got some side chicken. But you ain't gonna win that game. Not that one. It's very amazing. And I've seen that they've stepped up attack. Because they see the incoming. There's going to be so many people on the stage. The black vote is so split right now, which both parties really want. They they both want the black vote. And it doesn't take up that much, but it takes up a significant amount. The old uh, marching orders don't exist anymore. Those old bastions of guarantee are no more. It's over. They know it's over. And, and, but it's so many undecided, uh, loyalists out there that they're most concerned, the Democratic Party and the Republican Party, because the Republican Party at this junction right now can no longer ignore, ignore nor the uh, 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 it's, it's worse than the Russians uh, don't want to fight for Russia and everybody hidden for the border. It's just like that. It's worse than eight million illegal aliens being in the country in less than two years and eighteen thousand crossing the border. If forty did not pass, it is to the point. It's to the point that we cannot even allow. The border is not to be fixed because illegal aliens are propagating the country to the point that it's affecting the labor market. Even though we're not becoming proactive 
is seeking a job that has tremendous wage increases. Wages increases that I, I've never seen in my lifetime. I told you when I went into the job market as a pissant, and that is a true term. Because when you go in there, you go in as a fool. In some states, they allow you at 16. And if you come from the inner city, they provide additional uh, summer summer work program at the age of 16 to go into the job market. And in this, we look at the times that we're living in it. We've seen it over six times the increase. And people are still not going to work. So they're going to have to force the issue of inflation. And that's when it affects black people, not from the standpoint of the young and them getting ahead, but it affects those who've already put time in the game, or those who are out of the game, or those who are just, um, I guess, uh, idling time, because they're, they're most affected because they can go back into the inner city and go to work and services. They can't go into the job market, but community building, they can go back in. Time to go back to work. So it's going to be a rough 2023 and, and 2024. We don't have our act together on where we're going to stand as, a, as black people. We're so divided up, though. I mean, like, it's, it's even worse to me. We have so many, you know, gay and lesbian this and, and, and this secret handshake group and then this group from the north and, you know, this, this liberal, Democrat. We're, we're so sliced up that we can't come together. It seems like other races, other groups, they can put those things aside and do what what's beneficial for all of them and divvy it up later on. But we're so we're so caught up. And then we'll talk about politics, but then we go back home. We're separate. Well, you Baptist and I'm Methodist. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, it just seems like we're so emulsified, broken down in small little increments that each one fights for their own little group and nobody wins. You know what I mean? But the cops, don't, yeah, but, yeah. They, they don't choose and say, well, what group do you think you're part of? We're going to we're not going to shoot you because you're a Methodist. We're not going to shoot you because they just get all of us. And it's just, it, yeah, it just looks hopeless. It was, man. A, it was, a, it was the teacher I had at Castamont high school in Oakland, California, an English teacher did not like her. Did not really like English. But I did like the AC the building had. So we didn't have AC at the house. So each and every time I go to class, I would have a Freudian moment where I would fall asleep. It's hard to fall asleep when you're over six feet tall. <laughs> hard to fall asleep in class. People see you, even if you do your head down. So I would make it a habit to just listen and fall asleep. So if she catch me, hopefully I would catch whatever she asked me at the end. Then one day she caught me. And then she, when she caught me, she said, Mr. Waters, 
what did I just say to you? I said, I wish I could tell you what you tell me. That's how you can respond. It's nothing being <laughs> indignant. It's nothing being disrespectful. It's a true statement. And it's a direct statement. It's above statement of taking responsibility for my slip. I throw that in there to say, how do we get people to pay attention? How do we get people to come together on this, this one issue? Well, <laughs> we mobilized the vote. We mobilized the vote. Not the issue. We make the vote the issue. We make the vote the issue just like the death count at Gettysburg. We make the vote the issue just like the march on Washington. We make the vote the issue just like the Freedom Riders of the 60s. Now some say, well, that that's so, that's so uh, profound and so fantasy-driven. Yes. For those who don't believe, that don't believe that the vote counts. I still believe the vote counts. I just decided that I'm not going to broker my vote for the Democratic Party any longer. I'm not going to broker my vote for the Republican Party any longer. I'm going to broker my damn vote for myself. Me and mine. Can folks, info, ain't that how we put it? Now, if we broke our vote such, and I know that sounds like a worthy pursuit to say, whatever Mr. Charlie issue is, Okay, I understand Mr. Charlie, they died of cancer, she got blue balls and all like that, and we need to put all this money in there. Okay, how much <laughs> you gonna pay me for my vote? <laughs> I'm serious, I mean, I, that's where we at. If I ask America that truly understand America to finish this colonial thing, temping ain't easy, it's the only game in town. So if you pimp my bro, you pimp my vote, it ain't gonna be easy. Real talk. If you want to talk about whether or not she should have control of her body, yeah. And in return, let's have a conscious understanding about paternal rights. Because I have a right to my sperm. That's a part of me. I have a right to choose where it goes and how it's used and whether or not I get consent. Isn't that part of equality too? Let's talk about financial responsibility for, for breakup. Financial responsibility and justice in court. Damages for injunction. Every vote is broker vote now. Each and every one of those court groups that have their issues have to broker it accordingly. 
but it has to be give and take because the core issue, the one and only issue is the vote. And how to secure the vote going into 2024. That's the issue. To be on one accord going to the door when we watch the minstrel show they're going to put on ABC, NBC, and, and every other Fool Aid channel through YouTube and everything I, and try to get a conscious understanding who's going to bend me over and screw me first. Because unfortunately somebody has spent the church's money. And even though we've been slinging weapons to Ukraine, at no time did I see or hear, oh boy, it at a boy Joe for giving me these weapons. At a boy Joe, I'm gonna show you how I'm gonna hold it down. It ain't gonna go twelve. It's gonna be over soon. Just give me some more weapons. I hear him saying nothing about paying me back. Cause you gotta remember, I'm black. Cause I'm not getting all the fruits of America. So I, I need to know where the nickels and dimes is going. So Ukraine, I'm just checking you out because you get a nice little nest egg. So when you go, when you go, when you go, stop by the house and drop me off a package. <laughs> or how are we gonna cut this up? Because you, you got some. How about you broker some of that wheat? I give you one of them air defense rockets, about two hundred tons. What? What now? We can get some hot dogs. We see everybody on the block. <laughs> this is America. But we need to know where our nickels and dimes is going. And even black people need to know where that nickels and dimes because see, $50 billion, this ain't his first piece of change he got. I could have fixed something. I could have took one of the most strip malls. I could have got me like four or five strip malls, dropped a couple of shipping containers in there, remodeling them, put some people to work in some vocational schools to get some affordable housing. Because they got, they, they got a housing problem all over America all of a sudden. And rent's going up like crazy. Where people are paying for one-bedroom apartments, they could have had mortgages. I heard. Less than 20 years ago. It is outrageous, and, and and it's a cure, but you don't hear you don't hear the cure. You don't hear the cure. All you hear is the Hamlin, and we got to build some more. But it's gonna stay. It's gonna get a little bit high, and we're gonna let it top off. Ain't nobody talking about no rent control. I talk about rent control. I believe that reevaluating of these individuals in their property ownership because you're claiming all these catastrophic I understand I went through COVID too I see how you're feeling about me doing COVID so let's talk about your taxes that's what Joe screwed up at because if everybody remembers Joe said ain't going to be no increase in no taxes boy you better watch that yeah, we're going to be playing gas for everybody. I'm going to cut this up, cut that up, cut this up. Hey, yeah, it's the very thing you got to look out sure for. Y'all don't make too many trips. 
man, man, Gaston went crazy. It's getting ready to go up. We've had several winter storms. Uh, it's been catastrophic. This last one we have, they find the bodies everywhere. Sacramento, they find the bodies. They're, they're spending so much money on the illegal aliens that they're not even providing for the, the original homeless, which is increasing because of catastrophic rent. You understand? The, the standard of living, just to live, and people do not understand that word, live, a standard of living, just to be functional living without being homeless. Cost too much. The dollar is not stretching. Excuse me. I'm so sorry. The dollar is not stretching, nor will it be able to stretch for another two years. And you got you got multiple generations who do not know how to adjust. There. Trying to think of the proper word. Uh, you can knock on the door, the lights on, but ain't nobody there. That's what we're dealing with right now. It's so crazy, it doesn't make any sense. And it's getting worse. But we'll be getting a new sheriff soon. And being concerned as conscious black Americans knowing that you have to deal with multi-generation layer on layer of ignorant black people and thinking they'll be able to adjust, they just won't be able to survive. That I sent you a tape, Louis Farrakhan did approximately uh, a month, three weeks ago that just overwhelmed me. It just overwhelmed me. And he was correct. I see it myself. 2024, we must prepare ourselves to protect the vote. Not to protect the issue, but to protect the vote. Regardless if your loyalties to the NAACP, your loyalties to the Urban League, Nick, whatever, whatever organization, uh, the black, whatever, it don't matter. We passed all that. We're at a point that our focus in this year, our talk is how to mobilize for when that period comes to inform our people, not to vote in that direction, but to not participate in the game. that if it is going to be a game, it's going to be a fair game and that they're going to have to make some concessions. They're going to have to make some adjustments. They're going to have to make some advances. Whatever is needed to communicate to other parties to know that there will be some form of progress and what is old will be discarded. This confusion that our leadership is going through and no possible candidates from the Democratic Party or the Republican Party. And I have I have uh, one of 
the first black senators in the state of Florida. And his performance is stellar at this junction in my eyes. But I like the government. So they ain't giving too much credit to myself. I'm just trying to figure him out. The time which we live in is speeding faster than our understanding. This time which we live in has to be adjusted. If we don't, if we do not go back into our communities and get a hold to our local government, start creating gardens, use technology and new building methods to secure our communities so they can be functional, so they can weather this storm with affordable housing and access to public transportation to maintain and continue to go to work to try to advance a better America. This is all we have left. Anything other than that, anything, any distraction that will pull us off that path to secure the vote, not the issue, but to secure the vote, that is the issue. If we do not do this, in this year, at this time, and it's no one, no clear uh, uh, individual personality because we put all our eggs in the basket and most of the people who say they got good sense to say something, uh, they don't. They really don't because they're all looking bad. If they ain't a sports figure, then they some politician who switch side and he belongs it's a mess. It's just a mess. It's worse than it's ever been. But I do know this. Whatever politician who still got some credit to him tried to get a hold of the Black Congressional Caucus and get them to understand that they're so split and they're doing for every other ethnic group that falls under their criteria through their uh, uh, black congressional fund. We're not going to make it. No Stacey Abrams, no uh, Warnock, no Bass, no uh, uh, none of those individuals have the capability to move it forward. And it's not going to be some young preacher coming out of somewhere or some young activists coming out of Chicago. I'm not even going to throw Louis Farrakhan in there. He could tell us what to do, but he can't be the man. So, being that it is, man, I didn't just read my little mouth about everybody's woes. <laughs> I don't think it's anything that we have not touched. You know we've had cat. Now you know what? Can, before I leave, yeah. can I holler out to my people? About, yes. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Take your time and do it, man. Yeah, you go ahead. Well, I, I, I got to go because every time we speak, I, I, I always stand on this box. I stand on this box 
as a young man who was dating a young lady who was well endowed. And I had an opportunity to come back to America after spending multiple years overseas. And, and I, and she is, our custom was if you want to get close to the cool nanny faster, you take them to the movie, but you take them to a movie that you, you perceive that they don't like. So you can fill it full of junk food and then sneak them out. So you don't have to feed them much before you take them out to dinner. <laughs> game recognized game, baby. It's a contact sport. So it's <laughs> ended. Right. So we go see Bartley. We go see uh, Malcolm X, right? And they had a scene in Malcolm X and Al Sharpton appeared in there and everybody was on their soapbox talking about the critical issue of black America in uh, New York outside Mosque Number 7. It was a beautiful scene. Uh, it was like a Gordon Park shot. It, it was gorgeous. It was gorgeous. I remember that. It was beautiful. That's the Manhattan I grew up in, man. You know? That's, yeah. that, that's what I'm used to yeah. seeing from a toddler in a daggone uh, 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 stroller. You see? Mm-hmm. That, that's, that's my root, that kind of flavor. Even after Malcolm was shot and assassinated, that flavor went on for a couple of years, man, in the neighborhood. And so I grew up into that. That's what I know is reality. I got an opportunity to experience it for a couple of years. And it, it was it's very moving conversation. The people, the yep. intellect, yep. how things in the period of time where that they didn't believe people had political intellect. Uh, it was like talking to Ozzy Davis 30 hours a week, every day talking to Ruby D and talking to Moat, talking to uh, Gordon Park. It was just overwhelming, the conversation, the chess game. The board was always hot. Uh, these are the things, <clears throat> these are the things that make you enlightened. These are the things that most young men need to get out and if, if you if you're in an environment uh, and you're scared of the world, then find your tractor trailer and ride and ride the tractor trailer. Go be a truck driver for a while. You'll learn more about America, and it will mold you. Especially if yep. you don't believe you have anything to offer. I took my first road trip. My grandfather made me take one. My mama, she was game for it too. <laughs> it's always funny how women want you to do it back in the day. And they all used to do it. They used to send us away for the summer. But this one was different. I went on an 18 wheeler for three months. And you have to work your way across, sleep in the cab. It's like being in the Navy. A little claustrophobic at times, but it's a great experience. Yeah. And I and I used to write, so it was an experience to write about. To write about. Things like that, more young black men given the opportunity. It's just it's just like you could compare it to 
you ever seen Yeller? No. Remember Yeller? Well, I remember it, but I, never, I don't recall it. It's it, deep. It was a uh, uh, Day Winfield. Uh, I mean, yeah, Winfield Tyson. Was Yeah, yeah. I can't remember the young boy's name. He took the great journey after his father's his family was hungry. They didn't kill a skunk. Uh, they shot up all the ammunition. And his family wasn't going to go hungry, but this has always been the story of most black men from time to time in America. No, all the time in American history. If this child looks hungry, you better watch it. He's going to lay you down. He's going to empty your pocket. <laughs> I'm just going to keep it real. I'm not going to... If you believe in the survival of the fittest and the jungle and Jungle Book and all that, all that, Mr. Charlie, put that, put that flavor in your ear, then I'm trying to tell you that that black man, uh, the Afro-American, he may consider it, but he going to do it sloppily, so he going to go to jail. But the black man, if he going to get you for the change to feed his children, trust me, he ain't going to jail. That's real American. American, he'll make it all sloppy. He'll make it look like a movie video. The police are having all up against the rod, and, and they're telling us the wildness. I smell weed. <laughs> he goes, to jail. It's just mad. It's just madness. It's madness, man. But when it comes down to feed, uh, feeding one's children, being hungry, and his father uh, did that, uh, but the young man had to make a journey. Uh, to go to the prison because he had not heard from his father. His mother was deeply concerned. So they prayed in the 1930s. And 1930 is 1930. But when it's 1930 in rural Alabama. Oh, man. That's not. <laughs> that, that's not. That's rough. <laughs> that's not 1930. That's it's like. World. they like three. No, that's they three steps from reading the home address and picture form on the cave wall. That's how close they are. <laughs> okay, so so you, he had to make this journey, everything, and he makes the journey, and he goes through trials and tribulations. Woods, he has to sleep outside. He has to hide from white folks. You know, white folks don't like black. You know, he got sundown towns, and all day was sundown because he was the wrong color. He had to hide everything, and he ran out of food. It, 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 was, it, was, it was such a Negro spiritual. And, but, he, but he made his way in a rainy storm uh, to this house. It wasn't a house, it was a school. And, and, and it was a young lady in there, and she seen that he was a young man, and he was down upon his way, and he was wet, and he was cold, and he was hungry, and malnourished, and tired, and he had to slip upon his hand. And she took him into the home, but he was fascinated by books. He's fascinated by the written word. He's fascinated by the smell and the texture and the cover of the books. He became engulfed to the point that he ignored the fact that he was wet. But he was captivated by the possibility of what was in those books. Growing up in a time where I did what we had books was an escape. If you were a black child and you were part of intellectual prowess in America. So you cherish books more than other children. 
You remember the days of the love of the G.I. Joe, the love of Kung the Fu Twister, grip. the love of the <laughs> Twister. Operation. At the Kung Fu Trouble. The, those were the right. Monopoly. Uh, 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 the electronic. Right, all AFX of that. <laughs> those. Now, I don't know about that. I was a part, if my mama got mad, she might get a hold to the racetrack strip. But Oh, God. <laughs> In this, this was a period of time, this young man, and this was way back when black people didn't have accessibility to books. We're talking about rural Alabama, where individuals pick cotton from sun up to sun down, that they got some bows dangle, you know, some Uncle Tom, or however they classify it at the Negro College, which one's the good Negro. Uh, Uncle Tom was putting cotton in the other ones to keep masks. And then they shifted over from the day labor to sharecropper with their side job. These were the times. And this was America. This part of America existed. He made this journey to see his father. They still had a family structure in America that weren't that much loyalty, that much longing, that much desire. That was in the 1930s. We're in 2023. And the family structure is down there non-existent other than the privileged class we call the middle class. And even in that portion of black America, it's dysfunctional. It's a damn shame. No, it's not a shame. It's it's just like I spoke during our conversation that even though I'm not a fond of any religious leader, I'm not. The spoken word is sufficient enough for me. I don't need some idol. But the spoken word must be a wisdom and understanding of the circumstance. And his speech, I sent it to you, and I urge you to listen to it. And it makes all the sense. It is truly clear. But to speak upon it is to say, okay, it's no doubt. You don't have to beat me. You don't have to uh, tell me twice. I got it the first time. I see it just like you see it. It's a hard acceptance. And when you listen to him and you've been far removed, uh, for some time, the hands-on is only what's projected by the media. But like Mr. Charlie say, boots on the ground say, uh, we sick, master. We, we sick. That's what boots on the ground say. And we have very, 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 very few options. That's how bad things are. We have very few options. But 
the only choice that we have is segregation. And that's not like everything else, like the Berlin Wall, like Jim Crow, like um, affordable housing. Hint, hint. These things have to pass. They, they, they go by the wayside. We're not saying the right of choice should be removed. We're stating that. It's time for voluntary segregation. It's time for voluntary segregation. And in this, we have to do it in a most hasteful manner. Just just for self-survival, for self-defense. Because, like I said at the beginning, there, there have already been executions. And I'm going to call them for what they are. They're going to say, well, he was a madman, this and this. They, not only he killed, but the other officers went like a, a armed mob in the display of a reality TV to send some form of camaraderie message to America that if you kill the police, even though you think you're going to go and go and turn yourself in or you're going to escape or you believe that we're going to take you in peace. that before you get to that point, we're going to kill you because it, it may be some question about the credibility of that officer. That's where we're at. That the escalation in America when it becomes the police brutality and the participation of the law fraternity of law enforcement and its union, unwillingness to do more vending of those who are allowed to come in their union, that there are not more aggressive background checks given to those in psychological evaluation of those who belong to that union that we have knowledge for the last three years that these unions have integrated our police force, that these unions have created with their lawyers, which they have rights, but no one has the right to legislate from that position of enforcement. No one entity, no one body, even though the collective bargaining agreement allows equal protection, should be allowed to that have that much power. If so, what do they need their sovereign immunity for if they have lawyers through their union. And if that is the case, why isn't the union 
not part of any third party liability when it comes down to the actions of their membership. But I could debate the issue with any individual who wants to protect the rights of the society, wants to protect the rights of the officer. I'm not speaking of the officer. I'm speaking of the law fraternity of law enforcement union and its entity and how they should be held responsible in any liability that the city occur based upon the actions of their core membership. That's a very reasonable thing to imagine. I could, or have a strict, or they have no participation in collective bargaining and every police officer has he's an independent contract. But that should have caught on more. I mean, what you're saying is true, but wh- why don't people do that? You know, I mean, because it's easy. It's you. It's easier. It is convenient to live a fantasy. Do you understand? Okay, okay. When we talk about the police, when we talk about the development of law enforcement within the United States as a whole. When we talk about black people, we're not talking about how the trans, how it changed over from, uh, a Willie, Mr. Charlie, uh, I'm barely hanging on and I'm sheriff and I'm sitting in a can to, I'm going to get me some Irish and some Italian. And we just going to rule. We're going to move up the social ladder and then we're just going to steal from every goddamn body. That's the seven. But we live and we forget. And and they were killing then. They've been killing. They've been setting people up. At each and every incident, at each one of our political leaders, you always see somewhere in there a shadow of law enforcement in their participation in the execution. I mean, it's just a shadow. They just be hanging out, just like a spook behind the door. They they didn't do it, but the police was there. Duh, duh, they weren't there afterwards. They was there doing. See what I'm saying? So their control, their participation has developed, and the black man and his participation, because we have even in the city of Coco, we have some three officers who broke the color barrier and became black police officers. And they uh, made it through the snow. God bless the dead. In doing so, they had to do some things. And they participated in things. And they seen some things. But then at the same time, the scale is never balanced because they did some good things. And they sacrifice and they put their life on the line. But the scale will never be balanced based upon the negative things that other officers have done. Those who have been careless in their oath. Those who did not respect the blue line enough to walk the blue line. It's a different thing to be part of the blue line and to respect the blue line. But it's even a greater thing to walk 
the blue line. And that cannot be done. Now, some people say, well, that you have a lot of doubt. Like, I, like I've spoken to people when I talk about racial profiling. If it's good enough for him, it's good enough for me. So if I, if I talk about doubt in racial profiling, which I've done this before, and, and we look at it how to deal with the union, each and every one of these incidents, it's always been the same demographic of people. When other officers involved or when other officers are put and misled to be involved in these incidents, they're the same class of people. But they're two different races. This is serious. All you got to do is pay attention to the tape, watch the tape, and you'll start seeing it. Mm -hmm. The offender is always the same race, same age, same makeup. The pet dog is always the same gender and the same color. You don't hear me. The pet dog, that lap puppy, You don't hear what I'm saying. That lap puppy. That canine female. See how nice I put that? That canine female. <laughs> in, other, in other languages, that would be that bitch. But that canine female. You slipped another one in. It is what it is, bro. The English language is a beautiful thing. It is. And when you're speaking to politicians and you're trying to get them to understand these are the issues that we're having with police brutality in America, they don't like the hard facts and the hard language of the people who are dealing with the issue of this brutality. And that brutality is not sweet. It's not cordial. It's not... It don't, it don't have a me too moment. It don't have a post. It don't have the feeling police behind it. None of that. It has hurt. It has pain. It even has Freudian slip. It might even call you out your name. So there's no transgression in a person being angry and then they do not use the proper language to say, hey, they whooping my ass in the street. They drawing blood and they shoot me in the back. They raped my sister and my mother and they took the pregnant lady and threw her on her stomach and he wanted to kick the baby in the stomach too. No, it wasn't no accident. The dog didn't slip off the rope. He just wanted to see if somebody bled the same color so he let the dog bite. Isolated incident? It could be. Want to sell me some other shit? Because I don't smoke that kind of shit. That's real talk, right? Because they'll sit there and they'll feed it to you and they'll give you a long quality and it'd be very beautiful and uh, eloquent is the word. And you'll be so captivated by it to draw a tear and then you'll wipe your face and you'll say, nah, this ain't real. 
<laughs> he just lying my damn face. And they'll do it. And they'll do it with video aid. And they'll tell you fabrications of the law. Okay. And now they get to the point that they have their own separate country. That their loyalty is not to the Constitution. That they don't have to identify themselves. That if you can't read, then they just point to what's on their uniform. So you going to switch shirts with your brother. Because you know white people tricky like that. I know that's racial profiling. They were pre-white and 21. They all weighed 180-some pounds. And they got a girlfriend named Marge. And they just happened to work for all the same police department. So that's racial profile. So these white officers wearing these uniforms, these clown outfits, because it's, it's becoming a clown each and every time that they point to their name shows you that we need to extend how much time they stay in the police academy. Okay? Because, see, if you really think about it, you ever do you have any nieces and nephews, small children? Yeah. You ever ask them how old they are? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, in your perspective, what is their response? Well, it's like... Do they verbally? Yeah, yeah. They, they come do out. they do hand? Well, I mean, it, it depends on... See, the, this is my point. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. This, this, this is the response I'm trying to tell you. When, you. when you're dealing with a child, which is clearly evident each and every time one of them officers is asked him to identify in the capacity of his professional performance. I read the manual too. And in, in that, he has to point to his shirt. I feel like I'm dealing with a child that can't indicate how old they are and they have to put up their fingers. You see what I'm saying? That's not that work. That don't work hand in hand to being somebody that seems competent to be administrating the law and using competent judgment. You got to be repetitive in what you're telling him. That, that's not like somebody got a learning disability. It's not like somebody like was on the short bus. I'm not, I'm not making fun of handicapped people. I'm, I'm making fun of police officers. Because these tapes and even though anyone, should, no one, especially the general public, should spend any time being fixed, uh, viewing these, should take valuable time doing something else. But I find them fascinating because it's 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 the same grouping of people. Or am I misunderstanding what I'm looking at? No, no. They, they all had the same attitude. Right. And I and I'm not a trained medical. Uh, what, what did it, what did those? Uh, I wish Sandra was here. She could explain it better. And I have not heard from her. You should do a show with her because I think she could really put hands on it. Uh, she's uh, she deals with the mind. She's very the woman is sharp. Uh, but she brought it to focus to me. And I started noticing it. 
And they all have the same makeup. They all have the same attitude. They all the same. And fortunately, maybe racial profiling. They all the same color. Uh, most of the white guys all got receding hairline, or uh, <laughs> I noticed that with the his with the Hispanic guys, they all oh, want to um, they want to be a slick, tough guy. They want to show you how well they speak English. Yeah, I speak English well enough. The white man like me. <laughs> I'm going like you do. Yeah, they want that yeah, white privilege card. It ain't gonna get it. it. Ain't gonna get it. Okay, I was watching one take, and the, the white lady they was at a resort. The Mexican guy was on the clock, right? He didn't speak English. Okay, cool. He ate the first. He won't be the last. And don't speak English. So he he kicked up his feet on the porch where they paid. Uh, to go to the hotel. I'm saying, okay, I'm seeing this, right? I ain't got no beat. I ain't even mad he got to pay, but what, 400 a night? He may pay like 50 bucks for a drink, maybe pay. You understand what I'm saying? I ain't gonna hate on him. I'm not gonna be upset. I would be upset, and maybe it's not culturally correct because there's a member of the Black Congressional Caucus, uh, my Latino, um, Functional expatriate uh, kicking off his shoes. Why don't people paying four hundred some dollars a night? Now, last time I checked, when he ended on the property, he came there as an employee. Being an American and being an underclass, being the oppressed, not the oppressor, but the oppressed. My views upon him getting real comfortable. Why are them people paying four hundred some dollars a night and they getting jobs for some drinks and all that other stuff? It's kind of selfish, really. It is because I if if I put my if I put myself in their shoes, if I became as they became, and I had to. If I, if I was paying as they were paying, then I would be quite upset. I would be quite perturbed. I would be rude. I don't know if I would be racial, but it didn't make any sense for him to just take a, pull up his feet, uh, open his water, and sit there. And he don't speak English, and these people paying all this money. If that's racist, then we got a long way to go in this country. Got a long way to go because he was on the clock. When you're on the clock, black people don't do that. You understand? Black people don't do that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I'd like to say to everyone, because I'm going to have to cut bait, I got to do something right quick. It's always a pleasure to be on the show, man. Most definitely, man. That's... I'm your eyes and ears. <laughs> I'm your eyes and ears on the uh, on the ground. <laughs> uh, these next three months, 
we're at a point now we're back to three month increment. Uh, black people need to see who's going to win the battle between who's going to be the Republican House Speaker. Black people need to pay attention to the Democratic Speaker of the House and what actions is he going to take especially here in the state of Florida and the restating of the black senator from the great state of Florida into the black congressional caucus and stopping this backbiting. They need to re-evaluate their loyalty to Creepy Joe and take this one year and work on the black American experience, the black exposure, and try to get the black American family together so they will have a strong voice. So they can be an equal partner instead of a sacrificial lamb for every issue that somebody want to climb up the ladder. We're tired of you stepping on our backs and we ain't getting nowhere. So we have to strengthen the family. We have to protect the vote. Not the issue, the vote. I cannot stress that even stronger. Do not protect the vote with the issue, but protect the vote. This is your boy, Lance. It's been so lovely. Yes, indeed. You know I enjoyed I this. Did yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I'm your boy. And I'll talk to you soon. And I am out. Peace, brother. Happy New Year. 2023, Peace. we made it. Happy. <laughs> All right. Man. Okay, brother. Thank you so much. Okay. Okay. Peace. All right. Bye-bye.